You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. We you you don't speak for all of us. I speak for the trees. We're gonna have to start putting like uh, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of those giving them and do not in any way reflect the beliefs of Yadud as a whole. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the show where we talk to you about plastic bottle tops and the things that you can do with them, like covering an entire wall. I'm Proxy Fox. I'm Sarah. And I am Prompto. Hello, Prompto. <laughs> so before we actually jump into our what we've been playing this week, um, how are you guys enjoying that couch? Oh, my God. Uh-huh. For those that don't know, we got a uh, Jeff's mother was kind enough to donate a love seat to the studio, which fit absolutely perfectly mm-hmm. in the space we had so if if she's listening thanks but because she's, she's probably not I, listening I tell you just what she is everyone not. know thanks to jeff's mom she didn't so, even know that i did a podcast and i've been doing this for over a year <laughs> yeah. oh geez so yeah how is it is it, is it comfy so far uh, first i want to what's the word commend you on carrying this couch all by yourself <laughs> up the stairs <laughs> yeah by yourself on top of your fucking because, head like she when we pulled up to the building, she was like, uh, "When you and your friend Greg came out, she was like, oh, good, two people, because they might, it might take two people.'" And I was right. like, "Yeah, sure." Because mom was <laughs> my mom was factoring in that I'm weaker than a child. Yeah. Also, I've never met your mom before this. Yeah. And she's never met my mom. So <laughs> yeah, she is. No idea. Uh, but yeah, no. My thought was like, I went out there and I'm like. I've, this is the first time I've seen Greg in a decade. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not asking him to carry a couch. No. I'm doing this on my own. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was in the bathroom because dinner, like, lunch wasn't cooperating <laughs> with me. I'm so. glad Greg was there just because it's like an extra set of eyeballs. But I was like, I don't know this person. I hope I don't have to ask him to carry a cushion. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a good time. All my uh, my years of being my mother's son and mm-hmm. also working at Renaissance Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, have prepped me for that moment right all for this but hopefully by the time we get to the end of the podcast uh neither of you have a numb bum yeah the, the, the fact that i don't have to sit in a fucking folding chair yeah this is comfortable my like, ass this is commending you welcome to the first world i know seriously like this we've sat on this couch before at your mother's house i've it's, slept on this couch yeah it's perfectly comfortable it's much more comfortable than i remember that's because so. now it's surrounded with our studio. Yeah. It, and and it's, it's not covered in cat hair, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big help. Yeah. So I really, I want, I would like to get a nice scotch guarded or like water phobic oh, like, like, um, cover for it just because I know oh, us. Oh, that'd but, be great. Um, But not plastic. No. We're just going to get like um, force flex trash bags and just cover the cushions and I'd you'll sit you. down. I'd get, kill you. Let's just get flex seal. Oh. Make this the crunchiest or, um, couch. What is never wet? Rust-Oleum? Yeah. yeah. They have that at the Dollar Tree now. Yeah. The fuck? Either it hasn't done well at all, because <laughs> it's normally just, $20 for the combo Walmart pack. Or Walmart ordered too much. Right. Um, all that aside, <laughs> we'll jump into, uh, Jeff, what have you been playing this week? Not much. Uh, this week has been a I'm not feeling too hot week. Yeah. 
We've been lounging and watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Watching a lot of TV instead of playing. But what I have been playing, um, I started New Game Plus on Tomb Raider. It's it's no harder. For me, at least. It's the same game, just with a plus at the end of it? Essentially. It's it's the same game, but I keep all the skills that I activated. And I I keep all my gear. That's all I want out of a New Game Plus. But sometimes... I also only like went through the intro of the game and then I was like, okay, I'm done. Cause it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, I should probably try to sleep. <sighs> Maybe sleep's overrated. Right. Exactly. Well, it is. Yeah. And then, um, a couple days ago I was on humble, just kind of searching and they had final fantasy 15 PC version, the windows version for $22. I saw you've been playing that. And I was yep. like, when did he pick this up? Like three days ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, I've been playing that. Uh, it runs fairly smooth, smoothly on my computer. It looks really good. Every now and then I'll have like a tick, like a, just a quick jump. And it's like, See, it stops for a second. But like, it's such a hugely rendered universe that whatever. If it wasn't still, um, this is only slightly off topic, but similar. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't still a subscription based model, I would definitely try Final Fantasy 14 online for my PC because I had played it on the PS3 and right. it was phenomenal on the PS3. Yeah. I got it moved over to PS4 because they canceled all support for the PS3 version. So they're like, we're going to move you for free yeah. right. to the PS4. I do believe 14 is on sale though. On you would still... I have no doubt the game's on sale. It's the problem of, uh, I don't want to have to pay monthly. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to but... look it up because it might come with like a six month thing. Deal. If that's the case, let me know. I'd be interested in checking it out again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy fifteen. Yep, f- did you, fifteen. Did you beat Spider Man? I know last week. I haven't beaten Spider Man. Oh, you yet. haven't beat it yet. No, because you, Tomb Raider oh, came out. You're right. I'm getting them. I got interrupted by Lara. Yeah, yeah, I got interrupted by uh, Ms. Croft, and I just haven't put Spider Man back in. I beat I beat Final or I beat Tomb Raider. Right. And then restarted Tomb Raider instead of beating Spider Man. Yeah, but that's not that's not saying that Spider Man isn't. Great. No, no, it's a great, but. it's a great, great game. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just that Spider-Man is kind of a standalone thing, whereas Tomb Raider, you've already been invested with the first and the you rise know, of, it or wasn't at least even rise that. of. It was, I don't want to take the disc out and put a different disc in. <laughs> I feel that. That's why I like I've purchased Dragon Age Inquisition digitally and now Horizon digitally. So I just don't have to get up and switch the only two games I Alternatively, play. we disassemble the PlayStation 4 and we build in a 16 disc changer. Yes. We put that whole thing in like a record cabinet type setup. Okay. Do you remember what happened have in you your Have you seen my living room? I don't have the space. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember what happened in your car? When I said, no, no, just put the Linkin Park CD in. It'll be fine. Yeah. That's what'll happen, Proxy. It'll get stuck. It will just be stuck listening gonna to have... Numb over and over again. He's just going to have only Linkin Park. <laughs> Jeff, what do you want to play? I don't know. Maybe Linkin Park again. <laughs> Every time I got in But then the car. one song you want to listen to keeps skipping. Oh. oh. That was such... This is why I say don't listen to me. Also, Final Fantasy fourteen Ultimate Edition, you only get a 30-day membership. Oh, ew. Okay. I mean, it's one of those games that I would... If I had the expendable income, I would try it and see if I get into it enough to justify. Right. Yeah. But how, how much is it again? Like month? we've already been we've been through this with ESO. Mm-hmm. We've been through this with Destiny. They're both kind of MMO structured games. Yeah. I mean, more ESO is more MMO classic structure, yeah. but I mean, Destiny's still technically an MMO. Yeah. So, 
but I'm like, I want to find something to get into, but I also, I don't want to like marry myself to a game. Right. Especially when, not when you guys are literally in the middle of ESO and Destiny and probably a couple other things you can play together that I have no idea of. Cross out. But that Where cross those... out's like a throw my time at that when I can. Yeah. Where those things are free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I... That's what really pulled me in with ESO when, yeah. when Jeff had picked it up and I'm like, okay, it looks good. But what's the, what about the monthly thing? He's like, no, no, there's no monthly. And I'm like, yeah. there's what? Because there used, used to, be. to be a monthly when it first launched. And it then was, they're like, wait a minute, we're losing money because people aren't yeah. installing it. It was people like me where I'm guilty of still not having bought it. But it was people like me who were like, I'm not going to buy this game because I'm not going to pay for it every month. And it was just thousands of people saying that exact same thing that made them go, maybe that's I stupid. I prefer the business model of even if it's a full price game, paying 60 bucks for an MMO that I know I'm just dropping that 60 once. And I can play the game yep. like when Guild Wars one was up against World of Warcraft. I hate to say it, but wow was the better game by far. Absolutely. Yep. Still kind of is the better game by far. Absolutely. But it'll, it'll Guild Wars had the bonus. The first Guild Wars anyway was not fantastic. It was, pretty, it was OK. <laughs> you level cap at 20. There were like three playable races <laughs> and oh, no. like three races, three class. It was very minimum. Mm -hmm. But the graphics looked a little bit better than wow's in their own right. Yeah. But they had the bonus going for them of buy the game once, play for free. Now, did Josh Foreman work on Guild Wars 1? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> I, he said he's been working there it's doing 20 odd years. Does yeah, not, 20 odd years. Does so, he not have yes. a Wikipedia article? Oh, my God. How fucking weird is it that? OK, hold on. I'm gonna yeah, you're going to have to look that up. I'm looking it up. Josh Foreman. Goatman. Um, what I, Josh Goatman. Shout out to Josh Also, Goatman. Final Fantasy 14 for 60 days is $29.99. That's not terrible. It's average price. It's wild prices. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway. yeah, that's that's one of those. So um, while well, Sarah's looking that up. OK, he does not have one. But when I look up Josh Foreman Wikipedia, George Foreman came up. Of course. So that's good. And his eight children all <laughs> named George. <laughs> Call me George Foreman because I'm selling everybody grills. <laughs> one, OK, you know how Google has like suggested questions? Yeah. One of the ones for George Foreman is, are George Foreman's kids really all named George? Yep. <laughs> They sure are, all eight of them. Oh, no. They really are. Even his daughter. Why? <laughs> Georgina. Really? Georgina. Oh, my God. Why? It sounds like a joke. Because George not. Foreman got hit so many times in the head boxing <laughs> that he can not He can only remember one fucking name. Might as well be his. Oh, my God. Reminds me of the, uh, the time Hartwell drew a really great comic, and it was animal versions of them, where he did Mice Tyson versus Gator Foreman. <laughs> so good. I, I, I'll remember that forever. <laughs> um, so Sarah, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> uh, just Animal Crossing, which is like right so, on par. so sad. Yeah, I've only been playing Animal Crossing and yesterday and today I really meant to like kick up the PS4 and play No Man's Sky and then play a little bit of Alien Isolation so I can get you some footage for a thing that you're doing and do this thing and that thing and the other thing. And I just didn't. I just I well, today I was a little bit busy because I had to finish doing notes for this podcast, but there's no excuse for it. I've just been sitting on the couch watching a lot of television. <laughs> I mean, but don't I, feel too bad because I also I, haven't yeah. done anything for the project I'm trying to work on. I, so. I feel like it's one of those weeks where it's like the weather is crazy. There's a weird virus going around that mimics allergy symptoms. And I just feel like crap. Everybody feels like junk. Everything's weird. Tomorrow's the first day of fall. Like, I don't know. Everything's terrible. 
Everything is awful. Mm -hmm. So that's it for me. I had intentions. I've been all over the place this week. Yeah. Um, I actually played some Animal Crossing. Wow. I wasn't sure what to do with myself. And I was like, I'm going to load up my town. I cleared out all the weeds. And then I started going through my inventory of stuff. Yeah. Because I just like I had been picking things up. And sometimes when I play, it's late at night. All the shops are closed or whatever the case is. So I just stash stuff in Mm -hmm. my drawers. So I had a bunch of rotten turnips. Fantastic. um, Some garbage that I picked up and a whole bunch of fruit. So So it's my room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, all right, um, I'm going to sell this fruit because the whole town, like every other tree is a fruit tree. Yeah. I've got all the fruits that I'm aware of existing in the game. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go sell these. Well, now we know who to go for for peaches. Yep. They look like little butts. They do. Sherry, it looks like your butt. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, I sold a lot of fruit and then I went around basically just harvesting the whole town. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, I'll just pick all the trees. Yeah. And I had some apples that had gone rotten on the tree. So I shook the tree and the leaves fell off, which is the first time it's ever happened to me. A little weird. Um, I don't know what's up with that. But what, what was your fruit that was on the trees when you started your town? Was it apples? I don't remember. Hmm. It's been a while. <laughs> I started Night Vale like a year ago. Oh, that's fair. And God, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. It might have been more than a year ago because I recall designing the flag when I was still actively listening to Welcome to Night Vale. Mm. In my active time of listening to Welcome to Night Vale, they were in the episode like 50s. Oh, God. Not 100 and something. Yeah. So it's been a little while. Yeah. Um. Outside of Animal Crossing, which I really intended to play more of, but just didn't because it's very relaxing. And I, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed that after everything that went on last week with training for a job and commuting and everything else. Yeah. And it was so stressful. I like needed to hardcore unwind. Word of advice. And I've stuck with this. Uh, set your DS's clock back three to five hours. So that when you're playing and it's late at night for you, when you have time to chill in bed or watching TV... In the game, the shops are still open. Everybody's still awake. Everybody's having a good time. You know, given the fact that I get home around like, depending on if it's a later on in the week or earlier on in the week, around anywhere from 7 to 9 or 7 to 8 p.m. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. then I can get home and like by the time I'm actually able to play, everything's actually still open and I'm yeah. not going, oh, all the shops closed. I have my shops. I have mine set five hours before. So when I get home a little after four o'clock our time, it's only 11 in the game, oh. I have a whole day. Not to do only that, stuff. but then, like, then I could like live vicariously through my Animal Crossing town and be like, oh, "The day's not gone. Yeah, it has only begun. Yeah. Oh, uh, you may and have just ruined me forever. Fast forward five actual hours, and Proxy's yeah. in bed at one o'clock in the morning. Like, ah, <laughs> uh-uh, Jeff, that's only eleven at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or ten if I go back three hours. Yep. Oh man. That is such a good idea. I might end up doing that. I When I got really into Animal Crossing, I was like, okay, let me open my giant mall and consume every piece of Animal Crossing information I can possibly get my hands on. And she has. And now I'm just like a walking Did you check um, Fangamer's website? Because they actually have like a journal for Animal Crossing. And it looks amazing. I don't know what it contains. I just know that it looks awesome. No. Is it like a physical like yeah. purchase? Of, oh, no. Yep. I used thonky.com because they have... Everything, any almost anything I could need to know, I found out through there. Not on IGN or like the Animal Crossing Wikia because they're garbage. 
but Thonky has been great. It's a good resource. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like Fangamer, the people that are doing the Undertale collection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was um, like, I feel like I should know what this name is. <laughs> they're also the ones that I found out about because of your whole This Be Book Bad translation video yeah. games. Yeah, which you ended up purchasing. Oh. But anyway... Without yeah. getting too off topic. So yeah. anyway, uh, let's see. What else did I play this week? I actually didn't hop in Destiny at all. Yeah, me neither. Actually, no, I hopped in and did one mission on Saturday. That was it. I like one one. It wasn't even like a strike. It was like uh, one of the adventures that's lying around that I went and picked up a thing and it was like light level 60. Oh, yeah. And I just like bum rushed it. And I'm like, OK, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this because then I had hit Jeff up and he's like, no, I'm very ill today. And I was like, oh, all right, that sucks. So it's been a time. It's been a week. Like, and it sounds like ever like that day that we I was messaging you and you're like, I'm tired today. Yeah. Everyone else around me was also like, I'm tired I today. Was, and I was it, like, it was What's Thursday. I was so tired. It felt like every cell in my body had like chemical depression. Were you like, I was just so tired. You ever been that level of tired where everything looks comfortable? Yes. I hate that. I was sitting in the back office at work, leaning on my hand. And I was like, if I close my eyes, I could really fall asleep <laughs> or if you like you you're like i'll just close one eye and i'll nap half at a time yeah and then when you the one eye closes and you start feeling like you're having a stroke because your brain doesn't know whether it's asleep or awake <laughs> the other eye starts shutting on its own <laughs> yeah and then like all of a sudden you wake up and you're like has it been five minutes or five seconds yeah. what year is it do i have a beard <laughs> you're like am i rip van winkle but um my vin diesel i played one level in starcraft because i I've been playing so much FPS between like Destiny and whatnot yeah. that I was like, I need to unwind. I need to unstress. And my brain was just so wound so tight. I was like, I need something and it needs to be something different. So I tried Animal Crossing for a while and that was good. And then I was like, I need to try some Starcraft again. I need some RTS back in my life. I need something to shake it up. Mm. And I remember why I love Starcraft so much. But then I was also like not doing well at it. <laughs> I was just kind of like messing around. Yeah. I'm at a point where I really need to like use certain units and I just wasn't using them because I was very used to, okay, build an army, wipe everyone out. And it was like, no, no, your army can't, uh, you can't walk from here to there. You have to fly and you didn't build anything that flies. So you're dead now. This game sounds confusing. So uh, it's, it's not bad. <laughs> it, it eases you into it. Yeah. We'll if, say that. If you don't understand calculus or chemistry, you're fucked. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Basically. I'll do great. So I understand chemistry. I, probably would understand calculus but i've never tried so i don't know mm. i get statistics pretty good give him five minutes he'll learn calculus yeah probably um, see statistics of all the math statistics and probability makes the most sense because you can apply it to real life yes it also has a very set bunch of rules that yeah. will always work yeah um but <laughs> statistics and uh probabilities aside yeah let's see monday night we finished we played the bonus level or the bonus chapter of life is strange before the storm hashtag God. rip my heart out yeah uh for those that don't know but have played the first life is strange and life is strange before the storm so the first life is strange covers mac caulfield and her return to arcadia bay meeting up with chloe and everything goes crazy max does time you know how this works yeah then before the storm tells the prequel story of chloe and rachel yep and their lesbian romance which yep. I don't understand how anyone says that this is undertones. It's very clearly just yeah. it's the whole I, thing. I was reading um, after we had finished the the three episodes. And even when you kind of go the path of Chloe and Rachel not 
ending up together or like not being romantic towards each other, it's still very heavily there that that's what at least one of them wants. It's just not what you're going to see. Yeah. Even if you go the route of like them not holding hands or doing this thing or doing that, it's the same kind of story. It's just less kissing. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, even when you go the route of them not dating, (sighs) there's still definitely a lot of like subtext. The fact that the the bonus episode, I was expecting maybe a little more of that story. And it's yeah. just like, no, remember that day that you rewound to where Chloe's dad died? We're going to just drop you right fucking there. Yeah. I, you know, I expected the bonus episode to be like as heart wrenching because I expected it to be the last time Chloe saw Rachel before she died. So I'm really Ooh. actually glad it wasn't that. <laughs> Either one of those would have been like. <laughs> They're like the. The episode of, like, you know, as soon as we all realized what was happening, where we were going to see the moment where Chloe's dad dies, I was like, fuck, this is going to be really sad. But it would have been so much, it could have been so much worse. So, I don't know if I can complain. Like, I'm satisfied with it, but it was also heart-wrenching. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why I'm satisfied with it. Yeah. So then we went from there to the fall. Because I wanted to replay the fall. I was only a little sad because, like, that ending is not nearly as impactful when you've played the game three times. Yeah. Yet you could still get lost in that game, Proxy. Mm -hmm. Only for a little bit. I sure can. Mr. Situational Awareness. Nope. I have none. What is that? Yeah. (laughs) Rolled me nuts. Because I had had you on. I've watched that game once and I know it. I had you on in the yep. in the living room on the TV on the PS4. And so had, you did this to Jeff. And I had the chat open on my computer. So yes. <laughs> oh man. It was, it was I forgot how good the fall is. So the the first one, the fall, takes three and a half hours to get through, roughly speaking. If you're yeah. according according to um how long to beat.com, three and a half hours. Yeah. The fall two, which I have not even opened yet, and I'm Ooh. very excited for because it's a continuation. Yeah. Is seven and a half hours. Oh, so that'll be like a couple weeks. Yeah, and I'm real excited. It's going to be at least, well, seven and a half hours. We may or may not beat it this week because I'm doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're going on vacation Thursday. So there won't be any more streams until the following Wednesday. I forgot you're doing Tuesday too. Yeah. It's I, I re-upped our Google calendar. For those that watch the streams and want to know what the schedule is, just hop on over to yadudegamers.com. When we record next week's episode, it's going to be a short record so you can do live stream. Oh, it will be anyway, because I'll be. Missing Wait, no, next week. In- yeah. We got to record on Wednesday. We do. So maybe I, I don't mean, know. We'll work be, it out. I'd rather anyway, because it's going to be a short week for us. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be weird. It's going to be a strange week. But uh, yeah, so the fall got through that. That was great. Uh, and then I actually started uh, dabbling again in Dust and Elysian Tale, which is a game that I picked up years ago when Mark and I first moved in here. Wow. And it's like a platforming adventure type game. Mm-hmm. And it's very artsy. It's cute. Sure is. Um, but I was like, oh, man, I completely forgot everything about this game. I'm going to have to start it all over again. It's a platformer. It's nice. Oh. I liked it. It's uh, a basic The characters are pretty too. good. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to it. And really, your only attack buttons are left and right click. Oh. And you can actually combo a lot of stuff together that way. Mm. It's pretty neat. I think that's about all I've been playing. You won I the feel contest like I launched. Huh? You won the contest this week. You played the most. I played games. the most games. Even if we didn't count the ones that he played for streaming. Yeah. 
That's yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, I, I feel like I've played other things, but I also have, I've been spending a lot of time watching stuff, started Twins Peaks, uh, watched a lot of Hey Arnold. It's been a weird, relaxy sort of veg out week. Yeah. And now it's starting to get into sweater weather, sit on the couch and play a hardcore RPG for a while. Yeah. Kind of weeks. It's finally starting to feel like the weather that I have been anticipating since it went away. Yes. Yes. And it might so. actually last a whole month this time. We might actually <laughs> have a month long of this season rather than a week. Yeah. So. All right. So jumping into games that are coming at you next week, Tuesday, September 25th, we've got South Park, the Stick of Truth for the Switch. The Walking Dead, the final season, episode two for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And on Thursday, September 27th, we'll have Life is Strange, episode, uh, Life, sorry, Life is Strange 2, episode one for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Very pumped about that. I'm, yes. I want to get it for PS4 because I have the first one for PS4. I might as well. I thought that with before the storm but then it went on sale on steam and now i yeah. can, now honestly i'm kind of like i really like how it handles on pc better really yeah I, maybe they might have improved it the the controls for the second one though because i always thought that max really handles like a fucking boat <laughs> probably she's, she's so hard to control i don't know what it would be like on ps uh on pc though yeah i don't know I'm not saying a PC is better. It's just like I'm I'm starting to prefer it yeah. on that particular game on PC. But That's fair. We'll see where it goes. So we're going to take a brief break and we'll come back at you with some gaming news. Ricky, go down to the store. Pick your mom up a pack of smokes. While you're at it, sign me up on Patreon.com slash yeah, dude. I want to give those entertaining young boys some money. <laughs> and welcome back we're gonna toss it on over to jeff for everything jeff does uh yeah so for posterity this is this week in gaming episode 76 i wanted it i wanted to like title it twig out 76 but it just it didn't sound right and i didn't think the joke would come through that i was talking about fallout i'm so proud of you see i got it thanks but Uh, I think that's just because 76 is we're all thinking Vault 76 right now. Yeah. So So. uh, we are recording on Friday, September 21st. Do you remember? Uh, The 21st night of September. I remember. Uh, When this hits your earballs, it will be the first day of fall, also known as Saturday, September 22nd. Welcome to it. Um, Speaking of 76, though, it's not in the notes, but they finally named the region of West Virginia. Like, you know how you have the wasteland right. and the capital city on Appalachia. Yeah, that's okay. what it's called, isn't yeah. it? That's what well, it's, it's actually called. It's part called. of the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, but, that, I thought that's just but what... But they actually, they're actually titling it Appalachia. Hmm. I'm okay with that. Like yeah. the Commonwealth? Yeah. Like how we call it that? Exactly. Okay. I'm into that. It's just, it's really funny that they were like, drama. That's what it's called. It's like West Virginians just call it that. Yeah. But okay. There's a whole bunch of other news, but I didn't read up on it. I just happened to see that in like a, in a, a line. That's fine. Also in 76 news, they have the um, barbecue grill apron that Soldier 76 wore for his summer skin at GameStop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought about picking you up one. They also have him as a pop figure. <laughs> yeah. But they have like the actual apron. Like you could wear this in the summertime when Dr. Chef Jeff MDMG is barbecuing. I don't wear aprons, something. bitch. I have the jacket. That you never wear. <laughs> But I have it. You have yes, hanging up. Excuse also, me while I choke uh, on my own. <laughs> your own joke. My own um, joke, yeah. Also Fallout 76, I saw something about a guitar sword. Yep. 
There's one of the weapons. Guitar sword. I'm really excited. It's not an axe. Nope. It should be. But you should uh, look it up when you have a free chance. Uh, Fallout 76 guitar sword. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. It looks really interesting. So that's exciting. That's the kind of shit we're going to, we can expect from the South, frankly. (laughs) The South just, they gave us country music and guitar swords. Yeah. Well, you've been to Virginia. You should know what the South is like. Yeah, it's uh, all Mr. Pibb. Christ. They got cheer wine, though. See, I said that the other day, okay? I, Annabelle's like, what was the other thing we were going to pick up while we were in Virginia? And I was like, was it cheer wine? <clears throat> she goes, what's cheer wine? And I'm like, <gasps> what? what? I was like, I thought you were the one that told me about cheer wine. Where did I hear about it from? she grew up in a different region. Maybe, but like, we can get cheer wine here. At Cracker Barrel. At, yeah, Cracker Barrel, which is still. a West Virginia staple. Yeah. God, chew wine is so good. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, we have to find some while we're down there because I haven't, I haven't tried it, but everyone it's, keeps saying get cheer wine. If if you stop at a sheets, they'll have them. Yeah. Any basically sheets? any gas station. Yeah, it's it's a gas station. Sheets. Oh, that certainly is a guitar sword. Yeah. Holy crap. It's great. That's more like a guitar banjo, but it, I'll, I'll yeah. give it to you. I thought it looked like a banjo, but I was. It's like, all. It's really just because it's round. It's a hillbilly's yeah. guitar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mothman's guitar. Yeah, oh. But moving on from that and into actual news, still Fallout related, um, Fallout 4 New Vegas, the Fallout 4 New Vegas mod, yeah. more along the lines. Um, the team Fallout 4 New Vegas, um, they have released a new video showing off the intro to New Vegas within the Fallout 4 engine up until the point where the player leaves Doc Mitchell's house. Yep. So the character creation. Basically character. But it looks, they captured exactly you know, yeah, I played the the, the, the the grip and all that. I've played your level. Yeah, I've <laughs> played the intro so many times that I think I could recreate it with my eyes closed. I they managed to capture it perfectly. I still love that the first time I ever played Fallout Four New Vegas or not Fallout Four New Vegas, but Fallout New Vegas yeah. with you, you got I the, got the glitch where Doc his, Mitchell's head just keeps rotating. Yeah, which is amazing because that at that point that wasn't supposed to happen anymore yeah it had already been patched and all that yeah and i still got it um so this means that team fallout 4 new vegas is still working hard on Mm -hmm. the project and we can likely expect periodic progress updates um i did see that after the trailer they did actually they were crediting people yeah like they had an actual credit screen saying hey these are the people that are working on it and they don't belong to bethesda Mm -hmm. I.e. don't sue us. Yeah, they are um, obsidian, I should say. They are having it fully voiced by other people. Right. They're not reusing any of the voices at all, which is legally they have to. But it's also wise to just right off the bat be like, that's we have to revoice all of this. Right. But it's really. Yeah. I'm really excited because I have never been able to actually play New Vegas. And maybe with it being in a newer engine and actually looking good, I'll be able to enjoy it. And wish that it was Fallout 3. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I mean, I still have it for the PS3. Yeah, I know. And I still have it on the PC with yeah. all of the DLC. It just, it's It not, runs like garbage. It runs okay. It's just not pretty. It's never going to be pretty. It's New Vegas. But that's my opinion. Anyway, uh, moving on from there, Nintendo Switch Online. So Nintendo Switch Online has already been hacked. Yep. Uh, within, oh, great. Well, it, it with, took literally like 20 minutes. Within hours of its release uh, this past Tuesday, the 18th, uh, with players quickly figuring out how to play their own ROMs of NES games on their Nintendo Switches. Oh. Uh, to be said, these Switches were already modified Switches. 
They were okay, so it's not like someone was just like out of the box. Here we go. Right. Yeah. No. Um, allegedly, it's incredibly easy to do this, and allegedly, videos can be found online explaining in step by step directions how to accomplish it. Alleged. Like, I wouldn't encourage. This is all hearsay at this point. Well, heresy. I, here's my official stance. I wouldn't encourage anyone to do anything that might make Nintendo angry at you. I would do it. I wouldn't encourage I wouldn't go on the record to encourage you to do anything that would break the terms and conditions of owning a Nintendo Switch. Poke the bear. But it's Ooh. if you're interested in learning how people have allegedly done this, it's really easy to find videos online and apparently it takes a Find the minutes. links in our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go on the record. We don't condone doing illegal things. I do. We use. You don't speak for all of us. I speak for the trees. We're going to have to start putting like uh, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of those giving them and do not in any way reflect the beliefs of yeah, dude as a whole. Yeah. There. Uh, proxy just legally um, got us out of everything. Yeah. On the record. Now we, you say what you want. Yeah. yeah. On the record. We don't want anybody to break the law. Off the record. I'm not allowed to say. I would be more comfortable breaking country law than Nintendo law. Oh, yeah. I'm very afraid of Nintendo <laughs> well, and the things they will Nintendo do That's because Nintendo has Hitman. <laughs> that, no, that's, um, that was, shit, I, I was going to make a really good joke about the company that makes Hitman, and Ubisoft. then I lost it. Went right out of my noggin. That's a Ubisoft thing. I thought, um, what was the studio that took the rights back to Hitman? Vivendi? No. Vivendi. Was it? Vivendi yeah. ate Ubisoft. Yeah, and they were the ones that had, it was them and Ubisoft that had the rights to tied together. Mm. And then when Vivendi decided to eat Ubisoft, the company that was peering off of it was like, no, we want the rights. And then they're like, no, we have the rights. But. Poor Hitman. Yeah, that's. Uh, Poor man. Hitman, the new one comes out. Yeah. Like in two weeks i do like with nintendo's online thing that you have like the family bundle option yeah for freaking eight systems for eight or eight accounts eight, eight accounts, accounts. But, but that can be tied in to eight different systems a let yeah apparently i'm not sure how cloud saves work on that i it, there's I a whole i would assume it works the same as like um playstation PS4. plus yeah cloud saves if you log in it would to be your account it would just load into yeah. whatever system hopefully you're using. that would make sense that would make sense but who, no one really knows. Um, the the reason that it's so easy, I was reading this in the comments of somebody who had done it, allegedly. The reason it's so easy to go into the back door and put your own ROMs where the NES ROMs are. Because Nintendo wanted it to be easy for them. Exactly. They want Nintendo left it open so that it would be easier for them to add more games. Well, it makes which sense which means... because they plan on adding more games every month. Yeah. We're, so... we're, I'm going to have a, a little deeper conversation with that as we go along with our topics. Um, yeah, because we do have one coming up that ties into that a little bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, as far as ROMs go. So I'll save my opinions for when we get there. Do we? Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't know how to read. But yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, it does make sense that Nintendo would do that because it makes it easier on, on them. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, a little, kind of sad news. Sad news for the people. Not sad news for me because I could really give two shits. But um, I feel like that's you and most other people, which is why they're in this situation. Uh, right. Mm. Um. So Telltale, the makers of the Walking Dead, Game Wolf of Among Thrones. Us, Game of Thrones, Guardians of the Galaxy, Minecraft, Minecraft Story Minecraft, Mode, Story Batman. Mode, Batman the storytelling games which is yeah go on they have decided to lay off a bunch of people and inevitably close shop 
So um, Telltale Games has laid off a large number of its staff today, leaving a team of roughly two, uh, leaving a team of about 25 people out of its original 250. And I, I believe, because they laid off 90 people at the beginning of this calendar year. Yeah. And I believe that the 250 people were what, were was, what, left was, that. what was left. And now they've laid off all of those people. 125 people in a day. That's crazy. Um, this is only made shittier because staff were laid off with no severance pay. Mm-hmm. According to the staff, at least. According to the staff. Like what we've heard. Yeah. But I, I would I would rule out. I wouldn't doubt it. I would take the staff's word over what Telltale yeah. would say, because that's like Microsoft saying, no, we don't make our stuff in uh, Chinese enslavement camps. Right. Yeah. You know? Because, well, all, all of the staff members who have, you know, Twitter, basically as soon as the news broke and a lot of fans went to the staff members directly and were like, what the fuck are you talking about? How is Telltale not going to be a thing anymore. The staff was like, yeah, I got laid off today. I didn't get paid. I worked yeah. weekends and late nights and sleepless nights, and I stayed there for 50 hours straight for nothing. Right, exactly. So like like Sarah was just saying, but like a, f- a few months ago, Telltale was called out for being a toxic workplace yeah, and having its employees overworked and underpaid to pump out AAA games. Yeah. I mean. It I, fucking sucks. At this point, it's a karma's a bitch. Yeah. Type situation. Like, I could see having a company as high caliber as Telltale and being like, hey, we need you to work these extra hours, but we'll compensate you and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Unlike Telltale, where they're like, hey, you have to or else you're fired. Yeah. It, it, I've worked in yeah. places like that and the stakes were way lower oh than a God, video yeah. game. Mm-hmm. So I fucking believe it. I, the, I could go yeah. Yeah. off about so, like workplace <clears throat> abuse. There was a tweet on the official uh, Telltale Games account Yeah, that I'm just going to read off the uh, CEO, Pete Hawley, issued the following statement. So yeah. I'm going to quote, it's been an incredibly difficult year for Telltale as we work to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback, but ultimately, that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the games industry. End quote. Watch our friends... Yeah. Bullsh- it it you says fired that Telltale them. will issue further comments regarding its product portfolio in the coming weeks. Like, that's such a bullshit... I statement like That's you PR. literally fired really them. Is. You fired 125 people. You didn't let them go. You fired them. When you when you're in PR, fi- brutally fired without severance translates directly into bit of fond farewell to our good right, friends. Exactly. Yeah. We so. parted ways. It really it reminds me of the very bad season of Orange is the New Black when everything is going wrong and a prisoner has died and the PR guy's like, we can spin this to make us look really good even though we actually killed a person. Every time I think of like terrible things happening and some PR statement comes out, I'm like, this is all fucking bullshit. And I can't believe that some people don't see through it. Right. Which is like, why in a situation like this, it's better or easier to take the word of the employees saying, no, yeah. we were just like fired without severance. Yeah. Rather than like when we waved goodbye to our friends as they happily skipped off. Especially when, if you sorry, go ahead. I I was I wrote this these notes this notes these notes at what like two or three p.m. today yeah, maybe roughly. four, and that statement is from five thirty p.m. our time. So like 
a few hours of this being out went by before Telltale was like, yes, this is the truth. This is what happened. Right. And, and they aren't even doing that right. Because you have to look at it a hundred times and go, okay. Yeah. Can anyone take this and spin this against us? Well, and that's, <laughs> that's the thing is, the big thing is, is now with all this backlash of the actual employees being like, hey, we were let go, like just without warning, no severance, blah, 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 blah. And then they can still like telltale themselves, their PR team could still spin it like, oh, well, X amount of people had like grievances against them and all that. It's like out of 125 people, I doubt you're going to say 90% of these people had a grievance against them. 225. So 225. Here's yeah. a question. Yeah. Business practices aside, games alone, do you think a lot of their not making revenue is because their games are garbage? Or because they're on sale so frequently that no one really needs to either pay money or pay more than a few dollars per game. I think it's both, but that's because I'm not fond of Telltale games in the first place. You're not. I'm not fond of that storytelling, that style. But so many people were. Right. So, like, the Walking Dead games did so well. The Wolf Among Us did not as well, but it still did really, really well. I really well. liked The Wolf Among Us. And... Tales from the Borderlands. Game right. of Thrones. Borderlands. Like, it's... For some reason, Minecraft Story Mode did really well, too. So it's really, <laughs> it's fucking baffling to me how Telltale has, I don't know if they officially declared bankruptcy, but I heard that they were, like, uh, in that, route to do that so. they were basically going to have to, right. which makes sense. Because, I mean, I'm sure we'll find out as the week unra unravels. Yeah. And, and, like, how, how that has to, it has to be just that the games are on sale so frequently and they were always in PS plus or Xbox or whatever the fuck, because you, they always were making these popular games that immediately became the hottest thing. See, How are you going bankrupt? I think the problem is, is that they were churning out too many. Oh yeah. At one time, because you figure they would release like five games a month. Yeah. And like, it's weird because like, they're not the only ones using that style either. Cause you no. got Quantic dream does the same thing. Uh, Super Giant. I think a Super Giant that did um, Until Dawn. Yes, Super Giant. And then yeah. you've got um, Square Enix and Don't Nod doing Life is Strange. But all so, like, these, there's a lot of stuff that's doing a similar style. All those other teams spent more than five minutes on a game. That's true. I mean, Square they, Enix and Don't Nod are dropping them in episodes in a similar fashion, whereas like Quantic Dream just launches an entire game. Exactly. And it's like, here, have a and whole like, game. Quantic Dream and even Square Enix to a point. They make sure that there's more stuff to do than actual story. Like everything is like interactable and it's pretty. Like, and you have a kind of an illusion of choice. Telltale mm -hmm. is known for their style of art. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's the cell shaded. The cell shaded. And like, yeah, it works for some games, but for some of the storylines, like, come on, Game of Thrones and cell shading. Uh, yeah. I haven't tried it. It I have, looks like, I have just about every game that Telltale has launched because of PlayStation Plus. It looks like a garbage Plus. fire. I, I, wasn't there another Game of Thrones game that not came out? Knowledge. Like not from Telltale? Yeah. No. Wasn't there one? I have no idea. Unfortunately, I don't follow Game of Thrones enough to know. I don't either. So I, I couldn't tell you. Maybe it is all just the same thing. But like, but I, either way. Just a fever I, dream. I had gotten so excited when they announced that they were doing a Guardians of the Galaxy game. I forgot they did that. And yeah, then that's... they launched it, and I'm like, this is just another fucking telltale bullshit Because at that game. point, like, the the artwork reminds me too much of, um, shoot, what is the Disney Infinity? Like the little yeah, figurines? Yeah, yeah. 
and it's like okay they look like toys exactly no yeah. and like not everybody's into the style and that's totally fine i i don't really like but it they at least have that style that it, you could see anything done in that style and you go oh that's telltale right and yeah. like, i get it like you found your niche and you found that one that signature look that's gonna be like telltale the secret yeah. sauce but at the same time <laughs> if you go to any other company and they're like, oh, hey, this is our signature. But also look at this because you like our signature. It's a little bit different, but it's still from us. Mm. Those ones sell more. You know what I mean? Because yeah. someone's always like, okay, well, I've played the same old Telltale game a thousand times over in different titles. But they just brought out something new. Ooh, something pretty, something you know, shiny. I bet you, know? it, it, you just said what I think it is. The, the Telltale games, like the big, the bigger names, The Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead, yeah, whatever, they did well. They didn't sell well. Why would they have gone on sale so often? Right. No one's buying them. They're just doing really well for some reason. I think they sold well, and that's why they could go on sale. It just, it's like, still... Especially the, 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 um, the Walking Dead ones. I would love to take a look at their, like, finance reports. For the last five years. Yeah, roughly. And see where that money went. Because there's no way that you can lay off 225 people in a day with no severance pay, despite how hard they worked all the time with no overtime, and make all these beautiful AAA games that people love. I'd love to know. I will say they did bring me one of my favorite titles, that being said, and it's the Back to the Future game i forgot they did those i was so excited when it came out because it's one of my favorite movies mm. so like they did they did a good but that was like they did one good that was beginning telltale that yeah. was that was literally season one of walking dead you just have a weird vendetta that. which is fine we i do have, we all have our vendettas <laughs> i'm not gonna lie about yeah. like i just don't like them in general like That's fair. yeah i'm gonna find a title here and there with everything that i don't like like when it comes to publishers yeah but in the long run, I think they're a garbage company. Well, I mean... Be between <laughs> how they treat their employees and the games that they push out because they pump out too many. It was very evidence today. Especially, like, considering, let's get everybody hyped for The Wolf Among Us too. Let's get everybody hyped for the Stranger Things game, which, by the way, was only announced, like, a few months ago. Right. And then let's shut down our fucking company. So those so, games are yeah. canceled. Let's Now let's make these 25 people that we kept have to work four times as hard. I don't know. Like, they're probably just there... To like answer emails and yeah. like give people customer refunds. service. Uh, dear former employees, I just hit the mic really hard. Oh geez, you're welcome, Static. <laughs> just the warning. Dear former employees of Telltale Games, uh, people know who you are. Yeah. Start your own company together and fund a project on Kickstarter. Yeah. You because will. you will easily just okay. Here we are. We're we're formerly Telltale Games. We are. Severance we started Bay. a new company. Okay. <laughs> What'd you say? We are severance pay. Oh, I was going to say we are told tale. <laughs> but like. Tall tales. I I feel so bad for all these people who are like making enough money to, you know, pay their bills probably. And now they have to figure out what else to do. And I every time that this happens with a like development company, I always hope that these people have enough talent that they can go somewhere else and kind of be sifted into other gaming development companies. But I'm sure they won't have a problem getting hired elsewhere. Oh, absolutely. It's just, yeah. you got to find the right company that mm -hmm. you're going to work for. Uh, moving but, on from the yeah, telltale. We're going to move on from that. I want to move on to something that makes me happy and not 
vapidly angry. Yeah, for once um, I'm the calm one. Yeah, for once Sarah's the calm one because it's just how things are rolling today. Um, the PlayStation Classic. Oh boy, was I not expecting this. <laughs> Came out of left field and am I happy. It yeah. went from six to midnight in my house. It did. Um, so Sony announced this week that they are releasing the PlayStation Classic in December. December 3rd, to be precise, yep. which is also the re release date of the original PlayStation 1. The Japan release date. The Japanese re release date. Um, it will be a smaller model, model identical to the original PlayStation 1. Um, it will retail at $99.99 uh, and is available for pre-order now at Best Buy, GameStop, Amazon, and Walmart. Yep. Uh, it will launch with 20 virtual PS1 games Um and as of now, we only know of five, which are Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, uh, Ridge Racer 4, or sorry, Ridge Racer Type 4. I know. No. That's R4, R4 Ridge Racer, so it's Ridge Racer 4. I didn't know what um, that meant. Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. Um, so not a strong list so I mean, so far. honestly, with given that list, they're really, I think, hoping that they're going Tekken with their 3 Japanese and classics. Final Fantasy 7 are going to be the two big things. Right. They're, yeah. they're going they're focusing on the Japanese classics. Is they really are. what it is. Um there is no news as of now of when more games will be announced, but uh Hiro Hiroyuki Oda, senior VP of Sony Interactive Entertainment, revealed at Tokyo Game Show that some of the classic PS1 games on the classic will differ between Japan and the US. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, the one the ones that we know of now are for both regions. I did so. read that it will not be expandable to add your own ROMs to it. No. But there's going to be, a, you know, someone's going to find a way to hack yeah. it. Yeah. But I hope so. In the video showing it off, you can see, and somebody like pointed this out. So I wouldn't have seen it with the naked eye, but because I was, it was pointed out, I saw it. On the back where you plug the HDMI cable in and the power cord, there's a little, what looks like a little door, like a little door flap that you might flip open and be able to store like an SD card. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe God, if they do that, I'm installing I, everything on it. Yeah, right. I don't know. Um, so we won't know the truth until that's, we have I, some press. I do know one. that it, it's going to come with two controllers. Yes, they are wireless, but they come with wires. Uh, they come with a six foot charging cable. Yeah, and they they they're the original ones. They're so they the original. No, yeah, no stick, no analog. But they are wireless. Yeah, it's interesting. I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm that, hoping that they have a decent set of multiplayer games if they're going to include two controllers. Right. Other than just Tekken 3. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, even Ridge Racer and Tekken 3. Yeah. Right there. You have a fighting game and a racing game. Like. Yeah. I'm hoping Medal of Honor. It's not going to happen. I don't think so. But see, that's the thing that I wanted to bring up with the Nintendo thing is, okay, ROMs. We've got these classic systems coming out. And I know when they announced the NES Classic, like, they were like 30 games. And you're like. Wow, so many. I understand. It's a small system. They can't fit. Wait a minute. <laughs> I have an SD card. It's a Raspberry Pi. Right. I'm like, I have an SD card that is holding every ROM for every NES and SNES game in existence. In your Wii. And it's taking up like, what, a gig? It, less than that. <laughs> uh, actually, no. It's about a gig per. I can take... Ah. Really? I say I have it's... every SNES game and it's like 500 megs. Uh, it might be a gig. Uh, no, and you know what it was? You also got to add uh, in the emulator If you wanted itself. to get like the um, the N64 ROMs, that's a lot larger right, because yeah. of the Those graphics Those end up being like two or three games. And half of them don't work. Right. But I'm like, okay, so you could have crammed like Sony. Listen, listen, Sony. If you gave me tiny PS1 
Because the retail price for this is going to be about 100 bucks, 99.99. Right. Yeah. Plus tax where applicable. So like 108. Blah blah blah. I would spend another 100 on top of that or another 150 if you load this with all the AAA titles that dropped on the PS1. See, the problem with that is and if you're not 100% familiar with emulating and all that stuff at least PlayStation, PlayStation games run on a whole different system. When it comes to emulating them, if you want to do a ROM, you have to download the ROM, but you also need the BIOS for it. And each game has its own separate BIOS, which takes up more space. That's fucked up. It, it is, but that's one of the ways that place that Sony themselves protected their games. Yeah. That and, and they had to also like work around the hardware limitations and everything else. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's essentially like trying to copy an actual PC game that's on a disc. Right. You can't just copy the disc. You have to copy all the hardware that's or not right. all the hardware. But all the other system files that are on that exactly. with the game launcher. Right. So <sighs> it's like you'd have, you'd have to make millions and millions of files for even even a hundred games. Mm -hmm. So like, I can see why they're not doing that. But like, like you said, with the, the little back slot, it, it, it could be a slot for another SD card and they could easily say coming out in April, another 20 games. It could right for another $60. You know, I'm really hoping know. to see at least resident evil Two hit this. I, I feel see, like I see because like resident evil has such a huge following in Japan. Well, the thing is, is resident evil two remastered comes out. Yeah. Soon. So I don't think they're going to come out with Resident Evil 2 on the classic. They might do RE1, though. 3? No, RE3 no. was on the PS2. I could swear RE3 was on PS1. You might be right. But either way, like, RE1 was the biggest title. Yeah. When it comes to Resident Evils on the PlayStation. Why not have that on there? It's also one of the smallest files. Yeah. I have a theory. I don't know. I, I don't think... Any of the spiral ones will be there. I don't think Crash Bandicoot will be there. No. I don't think anything that has been or is being remastered right. will be there. <laughs> it has to happen sometimes. It does very rarely. Um Well, because they also had like Code Veronica, which was PS2. Right. They had a bunch of other Resident Evil titles that were PS2. I know. So But I <sighs> You're not gonna get all all the AAA titles that that we've yeah. seen. I you'll get the AAA titles that they saw more of in Japan. I really I want Digimon World so bad. And you honestly might see it just for the fact that, that it was a very popular title in Japan. I'm hoping. Gex. I'm really hoping. Tomba. Not going to happen. Either one of them. Man. Did I see You're a breaking battle? my dreams here. Did I see a Battletoads in one of the videos that I saw? I think I might have seen a Battletoads in one of the videos that I saw. I'll have to rewatch it. I don't know. I remember seeing Battletoads. Maybe it was on a Switch article that was It was reading. probably a Switch article because it, it might was have been. A, a SNES. Or I don't know. Game. <laughs> I don't know Battletoads um, from yeah, that. No, I, you're not going to see Gex or Tomba, unfortunately, because Gex is my shit. Do you think we'd see I'm, the last two I'm going to bring up because I could go on forever with PlayStation games? No, surprisingly, that's not what I was going to say. Um, Earthworm Jim. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. I, or, uh, oh crap, uh, Rayman. Rayman is a possibility. Earthworm Jim, I don't see it because Nintendo owns the rights. Oh, uh, I don't know. They also, we all thought that they own the rights to all smaller versions of consoles they own, but <laughs> right. here they we are. The shrink ray technology. I, I do think that if we were to see something, it'd be like, remember the PlayStation magazine? Yeah. Where you would get the demo discs? Yep. You'll see a lot of stuff that came on the demo discs. So like Twisted Metal 1. Um possibly um omega boost n2o bloody roar bloody roar possibly 
these are all speculation through me <laughs> and not exactly what I want. Exactly. Right. Well, if, What'll happen. If, Maybe Siphon Filter one. If Ooh. anybody had asked me what 20 games do you think are going to be on a PlayStation Classic, I would not have said even any of the five we already know about. I, I would have, have said like seven. Final Fantasy VII. Honestly, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know when that came out. I wouldn't even even know when it came out on the PS1. I have no knowledge. See, because yeah. that's, so that's like, the one in nerd culture everyone talks about is right. Final Fantasy VII. Well, the first Forges game I've ever the, had. The Final Fantasy series makes me feel like the person in everybody's life who never watched Star Wars and doesn't really know how the movies work. Because it's four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, yeah. nine. So like that's what I feel like. Don't get people... caught up in the numbers. No. Especially with Final Fantasy. Exactly. That's the problem. Just enjoy it for whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. I only know I like ten because of the sports ball game. That's it. Yeah, blitz ball. That's it. With uh, the one pant leg. I am yeah. not or I I'm am not. I'm trying to figure out I how to read this. I'm not surprised that Final Fantasy VII is going to be on the classic because they're re-releasing Final Fantasy VII on the Switch and on the PS4. Yeah. Like, because Square Enix is doing all those classics up to 12 as a re-release. So, like, I'm not I'm not surprised at all that it's going to be on here. Mm. I'll, I'm going to be really interested to see what the other 20 games, or the other, sorry, the other 15 games that are going to be right, on it are. Like I know there's a lot of people already like, that have been posting what they want. I've seen some for Legend of Dragoon, and yeah, I'm on board with that. Absolutely. But, thousand percent. I have that on my PS4, or on my PS3. Or uh, was Chrono Cross one of the ones that was on PS1? Or is that, am I thinking a different system? I think Chrono Trigger. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I never played it. I just, I'll have to, I'll have to ask D for Microbrew Gamers. We're going to see him later tonight. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So... We'll see uh, once we hear more and if we get like a definitive J Japan versus U.S. listing. Yeah, because like right now it's all speculation of what is actually coming out for this. Right. Yeah. So everybody's just getting into Twitter arguments about it. And it's like, fam, nobody knows. Right. I, I don't. Yes, we all liked games. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just wait until, you know, like Polygon or whatever. I post like, the definitive title. I, if they said it's a PlayStation Classic with any single PlayStation 1 game you can have, it's $100 for one game. I would fucking buy it if Digimon World was on it. I don't care what's on here. <laughs> That's how much I love Digimon World. So, like, I just love the just, little the form factor, the little PlayStation. I, yeah. It's so cute. Like a picture of a, like a grown man's hand holding it. I was like, it really is small. It's, it's things really like this little. that make me wish Andre the Giant was still around. I know. To be the hand model for these tiny oh consoles. God. Well, we got Terry Crews now. He so just, honestly, he could just pick it up and be like, it's a little baby. He just picks it up and goes, power! <laughs> um, so move, moving yeah, on. We got to move on. So moving on from that, YouTube gaming. Um, Google has decided to shut down YouTube gaming Shock. as of March 2019. Uh, YouTube gaming was Google's response to platforms such as Twitch and Mixer, where players can stream and viewers can subscribe or donate. Uh, many streamers who use YouTube gaming have already migrated to other platforms to stream. I don't really understand the point of YouTube gaming specifically because you can just choose to stream on regular YouTube. It right. And defaults you to a done. dark theme. Which is Which great. YouTube has now anyway. Right. Yeah. But this defaults to a dark theme. Ideal. And things look a little different. They did it. I honestly, I was a little excited about it. But now that I kind of know the nitty gritty of the platforms, it's uh, garbage. It's a garbage platform. I understand why no one is there. Yeah. yeah. 
like there's probably more people streaming games on caffeine than on YouTube. Now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because YouTube does not reward people for streaming games on their platform. They no. barely rewarded people for doing Let's Plays. And now they're going to be like, why don't you just stream your games here? We're not going to tell anyone you're streaming and no yeah. one's going to find you ever. The but, only right. like there's a couple people that I I can think of off the top of my head who actively stream on YouTube and they're streaming on every platform all at once. Yeah. Like, they restream IO. The, yeah. yeah. They're just streaming everywhere, which I can appreciate. But like this one girl, she can't. She streams everywhere, so she can't be like a Twitch partner or anything. But she has like Streamlabs and another thing, and she can get donations Probably through there, like coffee and, and all like that. tips and all this stuff during her streams. She's got a pretty fucking sweet setup. But if she were to just limit herself to one platform, probably nobody would follow. Maybe it depends. Right? Because um, I've watched depends on, on how your marketing is. I've watched her on YouTube before, just out of convenience, because I hate twitch or I, I used to hate twitch when it was garbage and her following on youtube is much bigger than the people in the chat on twitch but you know it's just really funny because like yeah i've never seen anybody with more than 500 problem, watchers on youtube the problem is youtube is first and foremost an on-demand video content website yeah right. initially centered around you know people like you and me making videos and sharing them and it's shifted to it's be something DVR, completely else. not live exactly mm -hmm. youtube is intended for that and them trying to branch off is like i guess i can also do this streaming thing yeah. whereas platforms like mixer and twitch that is their whole game that's what it is their yeah. whole game is streaming yeah we're going to be built around this we need to make sure that our creators and streamers have the ability to make an income off this we need to make sure that our options are good right we need to make sure people are actually getting paid for what you, they're doing youtube was yeah. built to be a server whereas twitch was built to be a broadcaster basically honestly youtube is like a channel it's like a tv channel yeah yeah it just has a lot of tv shows that i could choose to it's like watch. a tv network it's on demand yeah yeah it, and, and that's fine but like I don't know. I, see, the thing is, is that they're trying to follow in the footsteps of Mixer and Twitch, where Mixer and Twitch are starting to get into what YouTube's doing, like being able to save clips and do this and do that. Whereas YouTube's like, wait, you guys stream okay. people live? I was so annoyed. Yeah. I was properly. Game Grumps did a stream, a live stream of Okami HD like a few weeks ago. And there was a really nice moment in the middle of it where they were singing in the air tonight yeah by was it genesis or was it just phil collins phil collins and i wanted to clip that because it was a really nice moment and i wanted to show jeff and i knew i wouldn't be able to like remember Find it within yeah because it was like a two-hour stream and there was no fucking clip option i had to go back in the video open up my screen recording because i have an iphone that can do that if you have an android it doesn't come in built in by default I had to screen record and then save it to my Google Drive instead of just hitting the clip button and it just it being right. like, where do you want to clip? Right. Well, that's because also I feel like, and I, I hate to say this, I'm sorry, YouTube, but Twitch, the Twitch team, I realize Amazon's the parent company and like, you say what you want about Amazon. Yeah. I feel like the team that's working on Twitch actually gives a rat's ass about the people on their platform. Right. They, they listen to, to the people that are driving it. To a point, yeah. More than most websites and companies these days. Whereas, like, you know, you, you you look at the pinnacle of Twitch. You've got Ninja making close to seven figures monthly. Yeah. He just got and featured in ESPN. He did. I actually read the, the article. first gamer to be featured on ESPN. I read the article. I appreciate him as a human being, but I also don't, I, I don't can't give enough feel fucks. for, 
the the way that it was written is really well put together. If you guys are a fan of what goes on in like Twitch streaming and what's going on with Ninja, whether or not you like him, the article's really well written and they bring out the you can feel in the article the exhaustion that he mm. puts on himself. Right. Because he feels like he always needs to be streaming. And it's like they were saying at one point in the article that when people invite him, like events, invite him to do things like meet fans and things right. like that, they have to weigh it. Does this event pay? Right. Is it going to pay more than money? If I go to this tonight? event for two hours, I'm losing $70,000. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh. I Okay. Here's the thing about that. I have a lot. It's kind of been blowing up on my Twitter recently because James Charles, who is um, a makeup YouTuber, he kind of went off on a lot of people for being, people were kind of mad at him because he said, it costs me money when I'm not making a video. Yeah. If you don't watch my videos, I don't make money. And someone was like, well, James, you're making, you know, a million dollars a year. And it's like. At 20. He's 19. 19. It's like, I get, you have to fucking hustle i get it but you're also you he ninja could quit tomorrow and never do anything ever in his life potentially it all depends never work again a day in his life it depends on his spendings right 100 percent depends on the money management and who's behind that if it's just him and his wife and his wife is helping with the money management because let's face it when you're in the field like he's in I don't expect Ninja to do anything with managing his finances. Oh, no. He's so busy working on content he, and interacting yeah. with people and being the face of Twitch. For his sake, I hope he has, like, a financial advisor, an accountant, a lawyer. I hope he's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure he what? does. Cause, like, he's, like, a year older than me. Yeah. I can't imagine having that much responsibility. I would oh, throw God, up. Oh, God, same. And he's just, he's <laughs> so pleasant with all of his interactions from, yeah. like, the, the ESPN article goes through it. And when I watch his interview on H3H3, I'm like, this dude is just... He's so genuine, so mm-hmm. chill. I, like, I can understand why he is this big, but I'm also a little jealous. A few months ago, there was a thing about him because he said uh, in an interview that he doesn't want to stream with female streamers because of their, for their safety. Because if he is in such a limelight that when a girl comes into it. Oh, you must be dating her. He will, you must be dating her. Your wife wants to kill this person you're cheating blah 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 and then all of these fans will go to that girl and fucking ruin her life and he didn't want that right. for their safety and that's fine i didn't like that he didn't address that it is a fucking problem if you have millions and millions of subscribers maybe use that platform for good but it the fact that he's aware that that's a problem and he was like i'm not participating in that i have a marriage i have a family i can't be endangering somebody's life right for the sake of us because the internet's a scary place to begin with and if you have if you're gonna try and play a game with a guy who is this big yeah you're going to get like it's a vast number and a vast influx of viewership yeah and part of that viewership there's always that small percentage of people who just want to like send a dead horse's head to your house i wouldn't even want to be his wife I wouldn't even want that to be, be friends terrifying. with his wife. Because, like, even Markiplier, who is one of the nicest people that this planet has ever shit out, <laughs> has had to move house so many times in the last five years because people keep finding his house and being like, I'm going to threaten you for the rest of your life. We'll even look I know at, where you um, live. Gavin and Megan. They yeah. had a guy in their house with a gun. While like, they, they had were to home. hide in the closet. While they were home. Yeah. He just walked in. That's the whole thing, too, is, like... If it was just Gavin living alone, it would be some creepy dude who knocked on the door and was like, hey, 
I'm a really big fan. I don't know where you live. And Gavin being like, I'm going to call the police now. But Gavin's lucky enough that he but, is dating Megan Tierney. Like, But because she has titties and she's a pretty lady on the internet and she dares to be a woman on the internet, for some reason people have a problem with that. And they're like, oh, I can threaten you. I can threaten you and no one's going to do anything about it. It's Watch so me being stupid. anonymous and ruining your feeling of security. Yeah. Right. It's so, oh God, it's so fucking stupid. That's like, I feel like if I ever got to that point, I would find myself a house in the middle of, I don't even know where, no one else will know where, mm-hmm. except for like the people that I know personally now. And I'm going to have like this really great fenced in enclosure with sniper towers and like the turrets from portal that track the, your the car P. as you're coming in. The house. The what? P. Costin. Yeah, the P. Costin house. <laughs> It just says excessive on my license plate. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I if can't. I was that famous, I would just live underground. No one can find me if I'm under Series the Series of tunnels. If I'm under the sand. It's true. Just like move to move to the moon. I do all my broadcasts from the moon. Yeah. Perfect service. Either that or like set up everything around your house so that it's like a puzzle maze, like Resident Evil 4 style. So like you have to be smart enough to get through it. And, and by find, the, even if you are. You still need to find the shotgun. Right. Unless you're Joe Blake. <laughs> Unless you're, you Joe would on... find it right off the bat. Yeah. He'd be in my house before I've even like heard the doorbell <laughs> ring and he'd be like, I found the shotgun. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, how's it going? He would. Uh, but yeah, it's all right. Well, now that we've gone off on a whole tangent, yeah, I'm not, am I tangent. upset that YouTube gaming is shutting down? No. No. Is anyone? I doubt Probably it. Probably I don't think anyone's affected So many by people, this. like two of the big YouTubers that I knew, um, Jonathan Crow back when he was still making content. And Life of Boris mm-hmm. both made a jump to VidMe when VidMe launched because even this like programmed in someone's garage and still sorted by human beings website was better for monetization and having a good platform than Google's own YouTube. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, VidMe has since gone Tanked. under, shut down. Mm-hmm. I think things are still hosted there, but you can't upload anything new. Yeah. So like it's just it's there. And... Yeah, yeah, I I think it's a case of YouTube should just try and be YouTube good at what it is. YouTube, just start with that and work on getting better. Be two thousand six YouTube. There shouldn't be something called the adpocalypse that has been a thing affecting actual human beings for over a year. Like, if I'm seeing four ads on a ten minute video, why is the person whose video I'm watching not seeing any of that money? I don't understand. Or seeing 20 cents out of that. <laughs> yeah. Really? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's your YouTube. You can afford... Ugh. Like, if you can't afford to be YouTube, move to a shitty state. Well, don't be in Los Angeles. Especially now where they've launched the subscription services. Yeah. Like, Oh, my God. They've done so many things. They're $20, like... $20. Like, was it $15 a month? Would you like to pay your favorite content provider while also watching a shit ton of ads? Yeah. Because you could have that world. Right. That's the thing. Like, I think it's, um, you join, you join. Yeah, I've seen the join buttons. For five bucks a month, they have to, it's a a feature they have to turn on. For five bucks a month or maybe more, you can support them, which is totally fine because it's a choice that you're making. It's like subbing on Twitch. Yeah, because MatPat had a whole video about it. Yeah. Um, uh, This week? Last week? I think it was this week. Yeah. And that's totally fine. That's a thing that you can do. But also, like, okay, YouTube Red is now YouTube Premium, which is fifteen ninety nine. Well, yeah, because I got tired of old ladies going, hey, check out that red tube. Yeah, which is fine. That That's what it's called, whatever. But it's also fucking, like, $6 more a month. I'm not buying that when yeah. Adblock is free, bitch. We had it for free for three months each, and I that did. was it. 
And it's not, oh God, it's just so, so YouTube is such a fucking mess. <laughs> it's so bad. I hate that, like, <laughs> I have to use it every day because there's nothing better. There's nothing else. There's nowhere for Jenna Marbles to go. There's no other YouTube-like platform. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I'm going to just tally us back right onto the tracks. Tally-ho! Tally-ho. Um, tow us back onto the tracks. That's what I meant. Tally? Whatever. Where am I? Who Am I drunk? Are you, are you here? Maybe. I'm finally here. Like, the water hit my system, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you feel cool. a little better. I feel hydrated. It's like adding oil back to an engine that's got the oil check engine light oil on. Oil can. My oil car right can. now. Um, <laughs> so, moving on from the whole YouTube debacle... Overwatch news. Um, mm. Blizzard has added a replica of Genji's sword to their official store. It's so it's fucking so sick. fucking pretty. I did not know that I was a Genji fan until today. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only thing this sword does not include is an I need healing button. But if you have the sword, you can just say it all you want. Uh, The sword comes with its own sheath and stand. It lights up green when a button on the handle is pressed. And it also has motion-controlled sound effects. Yeah. So much like a lightsaber that you would buy. Yeah. Uh, Isn't it so pretty? If you go on to... I almost said Bethesda. If you go to Blizzard's store and like you go to its page on their store, there's a whole trailer video for it on the page where you buy it. And it looks sick. I'm not sure what the voice lines are because I'm not. I don't know, play Overwatch. Obviously, I'm dumb. But it. I it's forget sick. exactly how it's like. It should come with a, a sheet that just tells you how that move is pronounced. There are some people that know it because you know they're Genji mains. Yeah. I am not. Right. Uh, um, yeah, so um, the sword will be two hundred dollars, and uh, it releases as of December fifteenth. But yep. you can pre-order it now on Blizzard store. Yeah. Um, it looks. So cool. Cryptid roommate Milo did say that he is going to buy it. Yeah. Because Genji is one of his favorites. Yeah. And it's the only thing that we can fit in our apartment. The sword? The sword. Well, because the statues are fucking huge and there's no place to put them. No. And I want the statues. I want the Mercy statue. We can make room for a sword. A sword is functional. Is it a real sword, though? And can you curse it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's a real sword. We'll have to find out. <laughs> um, moving on to our last subject, because this has been a very long tangent filled episode. It has. Um, yeah. uh, f- real quick, just because I looked it up and I want to say it now. Uh, Genji's ultimate is I'm going to butcher the pronunciation because it is, I believe, Japanese. And my phone shut off on me. There we go. Is uh, Ryujin no Ken wo Kura Kure. Excuse me, which is the dragon becomes me. Hanzo's was uh, Ryuga Waga, uh, Wagateki wo Kurao is the let the dragon consume my enemies. I'm going to apologize and right now to people who actually like could have said that off the that, top of your head. That's why Hanzo says the dragon consumes you. Yeah. And the then, dragon consumes you. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Um, into our last one, which might bring a small tangent. Small. Eh. Little little tangent. Little uh, baby tangent. Maybe. Solve for X. Only, only maybe. Um, little Tomb Raider stuff, actually. Yeah. Speaking because, you know, I played Tomb Raider recently and the game just came out last week. I could have put this at the top. Yeah, that's fine. You only live um, once. We all die eventually. So hashtag yogurt. (laughs) Camilla Luddington, the voice of Lara Croft in the past three Tomb Raider games, um, has said in a recent interview that Shadow the Tomb Raider was her last game voicing Lara as Shadow is the last game in the Lara origin story. Yep. Meaning any future Tomb Raider game will take place later in Lara's life. We can assume, We can right? only assume. When do they, like, obviously these are the origin story, but she's still, like, what, 20? She's, like, 22. So when are the original games taking place? Mid-20s. Her... Okay. 
Like she's still in her twenties technically. Damn. She's like twenty seven in the, the first one. Wow. Um, that being said, like she could only mean like this is where her contract ends. Yeah, and I, like her contract could be re-upped for more if, games. Yeah, if they were like, we're gonna make one more game of her origin story, Camilla, will you do it? I'm sure she'd be like, hell yeah. Well, especially, but a lot of people took this when she said, this is my last one. A lot of people were like, oh my god, she's giving up on the franchise. Well, and it's like, no, you fucking the idiot. The thing too is, the model of Lara Croft in-game is her. Oh, really? Yeah, she is the actual model for wow. current Lara Croft. They it's not like job. she has a face for radio or anything. It's like, no, this is like actually her. <laughs> yeah. And like they they wanted to make sure that the voice matched the body. And right. like it does. Yeah. Well, I feel like the good thing about Lara Croft is that she used to just be a bunch of polygon pixels. So she can she kind sure of was. look like whatever. And you can get that costume in this one. I like. Oh, I nice. really liked that when you were like looking. Tomb Raider two costume. It was so cute. And it polygons and all. We you should make what's... her look really derpy and call it Laura Craft, <laughs> for all the people that can't pronounce Lara Croft. You know, like most of the people in the movies. Lara. <laughs> you pronounce it Laura. It depends on the day. It does. I've you... known plenty of people who are even diehard fans of the series that well, still say Laura from time to time. Well, because for the first like four games, it yeah. was Laura. Allegedly, it could be either. Maybe it's like a regional accent type of thing. It is. So like that's fair, but it's Laura. See, I mostly played um, Tomb Raider four. Yeah. Uh, the I forgot the subtitle for the game. I don't remember the subtitles for the early games. I just. Last Revelation. You know what's... Oh, yeah. And it had that British guy that was leading you through, and he's like... That was like the first remake. Here we are, Lara. And yeah. I'm like, okay, it's Lara kinda, it is. It's kind of like in Detroit Become Human when half the game, her name is Kara, and the other half it's Kara. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I wanted to say it's really fucking weird looking back at how video games used to look, specifically the Tomb Raider ones, how people used to jack off to, to polygons to her polygon body her pointy polygon and boobs. like now here we are as a human race back when my granddad was growing up all he had was national geographic <laughs> nowadays i want to see boobies i just go to google type in boobies <laughs> and voila, back when i was growing up i only had polygons so like <laughs> google uh, was still relatively new it's just it's so weird how we've gotten here we sure have i had and now now we are in the wonderful world of source filmmaker. Yeah. If you want all bets porn, are off. If you want porn. Can you just like label everyone like hashtag every one of our podcasts with SFM so it gets searched more? Ooh, I'm into that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Last bit after you say what you were saying. I forgot. <laughs> okay. Works for me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tagging, when we were talking about YouTube gaming and how they've they're shutting down, YouTube's been trying to mock, well, not mock, but like copy a lot of stuff yeah. Twitch and Mixer have been doing. Yeah. In a few days, Twitch is rolling out tagging, so you can tag your videos for better searchability on top of being in a category, on top so of we'll being in a community under SEO for stuff. Right. <laughs> wow. Which will be great. Uh, I, th I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, so yeah. I'm obviously going to be using the very appropriate tag of hashtag. What are they doing behind the bushes? Yeah, that's, so that's if that, I think I think that of all the things people could search for when they want to find yeah dude gamers, that's going to be the thing they that that will be hashtag w a t d b t b rolls right off the tongue. It does. It's just so easy. Uh, don't forget hashtag six to twelve. Yes, <laughs> it's six two one two. Yeah. What is what is what is sixty two twelve? 
No, six to twelve. Perhaps tagging things that are actually the game. Would you be could helpful? also do that. Whoa, whoa, that's I relevant. don't know. No. Yeah, I don't know if it would be as helpful as a reference. Listen, from a game you played some of us know ago. how tagging works. Come on, sit yeah. good, scrub. Some <laughs> of us know how SEO it's like. Works. You're on the internet, never. <laughs> wow. Wow. Bitch. Anywho, so that's is there anything else we wanted to rock before we? Close out this very tangent-filled long episode. No, I need a drink because my blood pressure is high now. Oh, jeez. Started talking about YouTube. Oh man. And on that note, uh, if you guys want to check out our website, you want to see the stream schedule, or you want to check out our merch store, all links are in the description below. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. This week in gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Jeff. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. that meat down all right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's the clip that's it right there that's the end credit clip